James, how are you, sir? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Thanks for coming by, man. Yes, sir, no problem. You know, how was last weekend? Chris and I were just kind of talking about sitting around and, and watching some football. Did you, did you use it as a mini-bot to kind of recover and, and get the body right? Yeah, that's kind of how our coaches explain it to us after the game. Um, like I said, mini-bye week. Got a, you know, most of Friday off, uh, Saturday, Sunday off. So it was nice to kind of relax and just hang out. To kind of get your – I guess you had to buy a couple weeks ago too. You get this one. Was it nice to kind of – Get that after five games and then these last two? Yeah, yeah. It's always nice getting, uh, getting some days off in the season. You know, we're going at it a lot. Um, it's a long season, so any, any days off are, are nice. So it was nice to get a couple, couple days off. All right, I'm going to ask you right off the bat. You know, I mentioned earlier, now ranked 25th in the country. I know Coach is going to downplay that as much as he possibly can. But you as a player, now being in this program, being a walk-on in this program, and now doing what you're doing, the first two years of the transition from FCS to FBS, you've been ranked in the top 25 of major college football. How special is that for you as a player? I mean, it's definitely, for, for me, I would say it's pretty special. It's something that I can, you know, in 20 years tell, you know, tell, my, tell family, tell friends and st- stuff like that, saying I, I was on that team and um, on those teams. And, um, yeah, I think, I, th- I think it's super cool. But also, at the, kind of at the same time, we've got to have a, a, a you know, right mindset about it. Did you guys learn a lot from last year when you were ranked and went to Georgia Southern and then lost and all of a sudden you weren't ranked again? Yeah, I think uh, that was kind of a reality check for us. We were kind of ranked, got that got that 25th ranking, and um, we kind of felt like we, we were, you know, we were the You best. would arrive, kind we of? We arrived, yeah. you know, and uh, we were in for a rude awakening that week. So I think, you know, that kind of, it's a wake-up call, you know, for, for this year, this time. And it's the first time in both polls, and Chris, obviously, you get to handle all the, the media relations and communication stuff, and... I'm trying to, to put this into perspective for most people because I, I think most people do understand, but this is very hard for a group of five team to do in their, again, in the transition stage of going from FCS to FBS. But for us, again, we don't have to be like coach. We can think this is pretty freaking cool that they're ranked 25th in the country. It is cool. <laughs> it is. I mean, to be considered one of the best teams in the country by coaches and the national media, that's just that's a sign of respect yeah, it is. more than anything. That, that, that they think highly of JMU. They think highly of Tulane. They think highly of Air, Air Force. Because those are the three from the non-power leagues that people are talking about right now. And there's some other teams that are, you know, close. Um, one down the road that we don't need to talk about. <laughs> but um, but the fact that, you know, hey, it's a cool thing. I, you know, Coach, when this stuff started picking up, Coach told me, he's like, your job's to promote and my job is to keep them humble and hungry. That's right. And I think. Our staff does a really good job with you guys in doing that, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> I would say they, they do a really good job with that. They they kind of that's kind of been their their thing this week, and uh, yeah, they do they do a good job of keeping us you know ready to go and hungry. You guys as veterans, a lot of a lot of older players on this team. Do you guys kind of understand that? Like when you were younger, and the coaches are saying that you you might kind of <laughs> let it go. Yeah, sure, coach. Whatever. We're ranked in the top twenty. Do you guys understand that better? Is that is that I guess able to, to kind of sift that through the rest of the team a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it, we've you know we we've been hearing this for you know this week you know also, also last year. So I think you know as older guys, it's our job to kind of as older guys and as leaders, it's our job to kind of you know take that message from the coaches and even you know push that more to to our guys and to to the guys. So um, you know, it's it's definitely our job to keep that message going and um, kind of keep keep us on the right track. You know, this defensive line has been just phenomenal all year long. We're talking to James Carpenter from, from JMU, their nose tackle. 
Did you feel like you guys would be able to do what you're doing right now? Because obviously last year you still you were second in the country at Georgia in, in rush defense. So obviously you did some great things a year ago, but it's been even better this year. Did you feel like you'd be able to come in to the FBS and even this year and, and do what you're doing defensively up front? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I feel like each year, um, especially with, you know, with most of us coming back and a couple of us left, but um, most of the same guys coming back, um, we kind of build off what, what we did last year with Coach Haynes and Coach Coons. So, um, you know, we had a really good year last year. I think coming in this year, we, we were even more confident that we can that we could be even better because we understand the scheme better. We kind of understand each other better as you know, players and coaches. So, um, for us, it's not, it's not really a surprise. It's just kind of, you know, trusting our training and, you know, kind of trusting these coaches. And um, I think it's worked out well for us. You mentioned both Coach Haynes and Coach Coons, and this was Coach Haynes's first and second year as a defensive coordinator. He's been around. But Coach Coons comes in and, and takes over the defensive line. Now, he's in his second year. You know, talk about that, and you mentioned the scheme, and how different is is this scheme than than what you were doing previously, even just overall as a defense and with you guys up front? Is it a lot different than what you were doing before? Um, I, personally, I would say yes. I mean, compared to, compared to uh, you know, when Co- Coach Heatherman was here, I think, you know, we were playing FCS team, so it was a little bit different. So we didn't maybe have to be as, you know, complex as we are now. So I think with Coach Haynes coming in um, – you know, we're well, you know, pretty complex, um, you know, very detailed, a lot of different things going on, a lot of different movements, um, back-end coverages, stuff like that. So we're definitely more complex and a lot, a lot more stuff going on, you know, specifically with the defensive line. I mean, we got, you know, a bunch of different stuff coming each week, install, and so, um, you know, in the end it only helps us. But um, I would say, yeah, there, there's a pretty big change with, with these guys coming in. You know, same terminology and everything, but in terms of, like, blitzes and packages and stuff like that, I would say it's, it's different but in, in a good way for us. And, Chris, we were talking about Coach Kuntz coming in and just what he's been able to bring to this defense. And, and one thing that Coach – and Coach Signetti always – he mentions somebody usually for good reasons. If there, <laughs> He doesn't say somebody's name unless he really thinks it. And he says Coach Kuntz's name a lot. He, he keeps bringing up – whenever we talk about defensive line, Coach Kuntz does a great job with these guys. Mm-hmm. He keeps bringing that up. And, and I'm going to talk to James about this too, but he's, he's brought something different to this defense, hasn't he? It started day one. I remember just the first spring practice, and James Offair, you were talking about, but before you even got to spring practice, it's just it was a different vibe. And and Corey <laughs> Heatherman was another one that like when he was here with the D line, like yeah. you heard him too. But you hear you hear him differently <laughs> to a point where like, first I, practice, I, I think, you and I were just looking at each other. Like, I think Whoa. the first practice, I don't think anyone watched anyone else other than the D line because they're just like, we who is this guy? Who is this wild man? But I'm like, obviously, what he's doing, it's working. I mean, the fact that, like, I have so much fun watching these dudes up front play. Yeah. We, I mean, like, last Thursday was a heck of a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, and I got the, you know, we got the bird's eye view. We're up top. We're not on the field. But, like, we're watching, like, so, like, you just watch them fly around or watch Jalen literally just walk around offensive linemen and, yeah. you know, pick up his – million sacks he had. I mean, what do we we have eight? Eight last week, yeah. Which we hadn't done in ten years. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's that's pretty I mean you think about it and that's a lot different. That was eight sacks against Saint Francis in twenty thirteen. Right. This is eight sacks versus Marshall on national T V playing FBS football. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like you know yeah, to, put, to put that in perspective. But no he's done he's done a great job. He's great to work with. I, I like just popping my head in just seeing what he's got going on, what's always like to ask him, hey, about the other offensive line and 
kind of what are they going to present for the guys and just to help give me a better understanding of what we got this week. We're talking to James Carpenter, nose tackle for JMU, Richard Jr. from Roanoke. And how, how much does it change week to week? Again, for folks on the outside looking in, oh, you guys are just D-linemen. I mean, a couple tackles, a couple ends, you guys just line up and play football. How much does the game plan for you guys in particular on the defensive line, does it change a lot from week to week? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's all scouting. It's all kind of based on who we're playing, um, <clears throat> whether it's, you know, Marshall or, you know, Georgia Southern. Those are two, you know, offensively two very different teams. Yeah. So for us, you know, a lot of different things change, whether it's, you know, it's, it's really small details, maybe not that, you know, the average fan or average fan. Yeah, they're not going to know. Yeah, but um, – for us, there's a lot, you know a lot of different stuff that go on each week, you know, based on you know who we play. So it just yeah, like I said, it just it just depends on who we're playing. Again, there's not quite as much depth up front for you guys, so you've had to move around a little bit more. Have you enjoyed that playing a little outside, playing some three technique five? I mean, <laughs> have you enjoyed moving around a little bit on the D line? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, any any interior guys, their dream is to you know play outside, play defensive end, play with all that space. So. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's uh, it's been you know it's been nice playing out there. It's you know like I said, it's a lot of open space compared to you know the inside. And Does it take some getting used to? <laughs> yeah, it takes. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely takes a little bit getting used to. But at the same time, you know, I don't get many. You know, I can only get so many snaps there, so I try and take you know, advantage <laughs> of them the best I can. You know, when when you're out there, I mean, you're thinking rush the quarterback or use your your great pass rush moves, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all I'm thinking about is trying to you know get a nice cool sack off the edge and somehow get there. So it's. <laughs> It's uh yeah it's it's fun playing out there. You know when Jalen does what he does last week, and again he's he's part of your room. You guys are brothers. Again, obviously you're rooting for each other. But to see him go off for five sacks last week and tie the school record, uh, that that's pretty sweet to see, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it was it was a really it was a super cool moment. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm really proud of him. I'm, I'm extremely happy for him. I mean, he's it's just really you know really cool to see him kind of kind of grow this year. I mean, he's been you know kind of sitting behind that guy for you know these past four years mm-hmm. so for him to finally get his get his opportunity for him to kind of do what he's doing right now it's super special to see you know I, I couldn't be happier for him you know we've talked a lot about the chemistry of the offensive line because they had all the guys coming back but how about the chemistry of the defensive line does that does that mean a lot too with you guys up front and talking and being able to to twist and do different stunts up front is that a big part of what you guys have right now is that chemistry yeah i would definitely see i mean chemistry is always always important um you know, for, for for defensive line, it, it's good for us because we kind of, you know, we can play for each other. Whether, you know, maybe Jalen takes the inside move, I, I can kind of feel that and kind of kind of know when he's going to do that. And I can wrap outside and try and you know keep keep uh keep, keep our lane. So um, chemistry, kind of you know playing with each other for so long, um, you know that that stuff's important and kind of you know allows us kind of play freely and also kind of kind of play off each other too. We're talking to Jamie Nose Tackle, James Carpenter, the redshirt junior from Roanoke, and you know you guys gave up negative four rushing yards last week they had 38 i think after the first quarter they popped a couple of runs um but to the the numbers that you're putting up obviously sacks count in that but that's that's part of college football you guys take a ton of pride in, in that run defense and again coach signetti preaches it coach coons coach Haynes, everybody does first thing you have to do against any team even if they throw it 50 times is stop the run and that that's what this bu- defense is built around isn't it yeah um it's it's kind of, kind of our main thing that's what we take pride in the most um you know, if we stop the run, it kind of allows us to kind of rush, rush the passer and, you know, go eat. So, um, you know, each Monday when we come in after, after the game, one of the main, like, goals on our boards, you know, rushing offense or, you know, holding the three yards, three yards a, a carry. And, um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, you know, something we take a lot of pride in. And, um, 
yeah, we, we focus on it a lot. It's, it's been good for us, for sure. When somebody does pop like a 14-yard run like Marshall did, does that make you mad? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> there are not many of them. Yeah, but <laughs> um, it, it definitely does. I mean, if we all if we're all doing our job, you know, we, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't that work. Shit shouldn't happen. So uh, someone's, you know, maybe maybe a quick misfit, but we'll go. We always get on the side and we always fix it. You being a Virginia kid, how much does this week does it mean more to you playing Old Dominion, a, a team in the Commonwealth? Does that matter to you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always uh, these instant games always kind of kind of mean a little bit more. Um, you know, like the UVA, UVA game. You know, it's um, yeah, it's well, Norfolk. So um, we kind of we kind we kind of know their guys well. Um, you know, a lot of those guys probably got recruited by us. Same kind of kind of vice versa. So it's um, familiar territory for for both teams, and it was you know something that means a little bit more this week. But did you get recruited by them? I did not. I, I didn't figure. I did not. I did not. <laughs> does that does that help you a little bit this week? Yeah, yeah, of course. It definitely does. It definitely does. <laughs> Different coaching staff, but still, yes. yeah. same yeah. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's interesting, and and coach, I'm I'm on these calls with ESPN week to week with the coaches, and and they're talking about the team, and you get brought up a lot. Like um, you're one of the few that I think people like to talk about a lot because um, they find out about your story a little bit and how you walked on to an FCS program, and now you're starting for an FBS program. I think you and Francis are in yeah. kind of a neat yeah. situation there. Yeah. Where, um, But Coach and, and even Haynes told me that he goes that uh, you were an offensive lineman at this camp they saw you at. Yeah. And they're like, well, we want you to play this. Yeah. So I guess for me it's – I'm curious because obviously you're very successful in high school at Roanoke Catholic. You won a state title, did really well there, all state, all those great things. But when they, when a coach asks you, "Hey, we want you to play this instead of that," as a, as a player, talk to me about what what that's like, and maybe does that step outside your comfort zone a little bit? Where are you just you seem like you're kind of down for anything kind of yeah. guy, but like, what what's your thoughts when they say, "Hey, we we want you to play inside on the D line"? Um, I mean, maybe at first, I mean, kind of maybe uh, I don't know. I, I was, for for me personally, like I'm fine with it, you know. If, Whatever can get me on the field, whatever can get me kind of helping the team, um, I'm down for it. So, um, well, that's going to the inside. I was totally fine with that. Um, I didn't really care to be honest. I just wanted to play play football here. Um, whether it was walk on, scholarship, whatever it was, I, I didn't really care at all. Um, so yeah, yeah, I had no problem with it. But maybe maybe at first with some, some people, they can kind of be shocked by it, or you know, maybe kind of they can be very. I don't want to change positions. Yeah, exactly. This is where I play. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of kids do that. Yeah, so, yeah, a, lot, a lot of guys do that. But um, you know, the, the coaches trying to trying to change that for a reason. They know kind of what what can fit what fits you best and where you think where they think that you will be the most successful at. So um, you just kind of got to take it and kind of run with it and just you know take the take the best of your situation. It, is it kind of neat that obviously this is back what 2018, 2017 area probably when you were going to those Elon yeah, camps. Yeah. And here it is, 2023, <laughs> and the guys that saw you and saw something in you, yeah. they switch schools, they get you to the new school, yeah. and they're still here with you. Is yeah. that kind of neat, just in, oh, the, yeah. in the landscape of college football today? Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's really special. I mean, Coach Haynes and Coach Sig, I mean, they, their crewmate, Elon, and then when they came here, you know, they, they, they got me pretty quick. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I'm really thankful for them and, you know, everything they've, they've kind of done for me. Super, super grateful for the opportunity they've given me. And, um uh, you know, I'm super happy that they're still here. Um, you know, I get get to go out them every week. So um, yeah, it's 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 super cool, and um, yeah, I'm very thankful for them and what they've done for me. So, 
JMU defensive tackle James Carpenter. Talk a little bit more about that story for folks that don't know. Because, again, Coach Signetti and that staff, they were at Elon before they came to James Madison. Most people know that. But were you were you getting recruited very heavily at all out of high school? Um, not really. I mean, the only the only schools that were really talking or school that was really talking to me was, was UVA-wise. Um, and I guess it's for our UVA wise, yeah. not just UVA. <laughs> yeah. I want to remind our yeah. listeners that <laughs> UVA wise. So, uh, I, I took a, I took one visit there, and you know it was it was a fine school. I had no nothing against them, but it was probably not the best fit for me. So um, <clears throat> after that, my plan was just to, I got accepted, kind of things regular decision, um, and I was planning on coming here just to be a normal student. My sister went here, and I came to some games. I thought it was super cool. I was like, you know, if I don't be the football team, I'll just come here. Um, and yeah, kind of. I think it was I forget when it was exactly, but kind of last second, Coach Haynes texted me, and you know they offered me a spot. So, um, so they they were Elon though still, right? Yeah. And then then Coach Signetti got the job here. Yes, yeah, I, I think it was around December. So yeah. they were yeah. talking they were talking about Elon, and I don't know if they're going to offer me or not, but I was talking to them a little bit. Okay. And, um, yeah, and then you know they they came here, and I didn't hear from them for a little bit. I mean, obviously they had a lot going on. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, yeah, Coach Haynes texted me, and uh, I remember where I was. I was in. I think I was in apologetics class. And it was <laughs> about awesome. 8, 8, 15, 8, 30 in the morning, something like that. And I got that text. And one of my good buddies was next to me. I showed him. I was like through the roof, even though it was like a, like a walk-on spot. You I didn't was, care, did you? I did not care at all. I, I was literally like the same as being like on scholarship. Like I got that text and I was like through the roof. Like I couldn't be happier. I was super excited. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a cool moment. So, so you were going to come here regardless. Yeah, I was. I, I applied regular That's decision. Crazy. And, uh, yeah, I came, I think it was 2018. Um, they were playing against Richmond. Well, I think when well, Richmond was the road game that year because we wore those gray uniforms. So my, that it might have been. <laughs> you remember that? I remember been, uh, that well. It might have been. <laughs> or 20, no, that was week before we wore the gray helmets that day. <laughs> it might have been uh, 27. I know I came here and they played Richmond when uh, Richmond home would have been 2017 because uh, that would have been. Well, Leto was here. The, the yes quarterback for Richmond, and I think then, Trey but, Sharp scored a late touchdown in that game. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. So those were really packed game. I was kind of came here, kind of took. Walked around with my sister, kind of hung out with her, and uh, yeah, I just was going to come here as a normal student until the coach Haynes texted me. So, so would you have played football if it wasn't for that? I wow. mean, there's probably wow. like I know those, those walk-on spots or like the the tri- walk-on tryouts, but I, I would we just came here and just and they saw you at a camp, right? Yeah, I went at, to, at Elon. Yeah, yeah, right. I went to that Elon camp, and uh, I forget what it was like, summer of 2018, I guess, or 2019, something like that, and uh, or 2018, I think, and. Um, yeah, I was an offensive lineman, so that was kind of funny. Um, but I think Coach Rubbo was there. And he was like, man, this guy's kind of short to be an offensive lineman. So. I don't want this kid. Yeah. So, so he's uh, the one that didn't want you. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sig and Haynes wanted you. Yeah, okay. that's, so, um, that's funny. Uh, yeah. You guys take him. Yeah. But, I mean, but even like how they stayed at Elon, like obviously that's a private school. Like so to go there as a walk-on. Yeah, that, a that's lot. that's a big that's that a big, hard. that's a big price yeah, tag to it's it. So that'd have sure. been without a scholarship. That's tough yeah. to go to school that like that. But yeah. who knows what ha- what would have happened? But we don't have to wonder. Exactly. We, we, <laughs> is it nice to play so close to home? Family yeah. right down the road. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, all my family and friends can come if they want. It's like it's what two two fifteen <laughs> something like that. It's, it's short, so um, it's you know that it's kind of like the happy medium where it's you know. I can go home kind of kind of on a weekend, but it's also kind of that distance where it's kind of I'm, I'm you know away from them, so it's it's good to get out. It's it's a good distance. It was it's a perfect fit. So we're going to JMU defensive lineman James Carpenter again. He is from Roanoke. Um, he's having an unbelievable year so far this year. And as Chris mentioned, we were talking off the air again. 
I know Scar doesn't get a ton of stats, but again, your stats have been pretty impressive to see what you're able to get. You know, when you, I'm sure you played O line, D line in high school, didn't you? Yeah. You played both, so you, you had familiarity with D line. Mm-hmm. So moving over, what was the biggest challenge, I guess, early in your career as a walk on trying to prove yourself? Um, it was uh, when I when I got here. It was I think one thing they did well when I got here was kind of you know may, maybe some people will say that you know walk ons don't get a fair shot, but I got you know as fair a shot as a scholarship kid. So um, you didn't you didn't feel like you were another another yeah, guy, right? I, I didn't really feel like. You know, I, I didn't feel that kind of divide between scholarship right. and walk-on. You know, maybe some people will say they will, but I personally, I didn't feel that. And, um, you know, always when you come here, it's kind of the, the speed of the game. The, the guys you're playing against, you know, everyone's bigger, faster, stronger, like, you know, like everyone says. So, um, you know, get, getting used to that, it, you know, took took some time. But at the same time, you know, you know, uh, you, know you get reps, you know, you'll, you'll get used to it. So it was just maybe maybe the speed, you know, that the guys you're going against. But, you know. It, it'll take some time, like, like usual. A lot of nose guards, a lot of defensive, interior defensive linemen, 6'3", 6'4", 300 plus. <laughs> yeah. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are not. Um, what makes you so successful? I mean, I would just say you kind of use it when I got to my advantage. Um, you know, I'm lighter, and I'm lighter and shorter. Um, but, you know, I, I try and use quickness and, and speed and, um, agility and stuff like that, maybe not not, not all nose guards have. Um, so I just try to use that to the best of my ability and to, to my advantage. Um, I'm lower, so, you know, like everyone says, low man wins. So um, I just try to use those things, you know, as, as best as I can. So, Is there a guy you pattern your game after? Do you look at a guy like an Aaron Donald? He's not the biggest guy in the world either. I yeah. mean, is, is that someone or is there someone that you kind of look up, up to and kind of study them a little bit? I mean, I would, I would probably say, I mean, Aaron Donald, it's kind of easy to say that because everybody wants to, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but like, it's more just kind of in terms of his size. I mean, he's he honestly might even be the same height. I was going to um, say, you're, I think you guys are very similar yeah, with your size. Yeah. So, um, kind of, kind of seeing what he's uh, kind of seeing what he does, what moves he uses, kind of his techniques, just you know stuff like that. It's uh, you know, it's good to use and or good good to watch. I mean, so um, yeah, he, he's a good guy to good guy to look at. With the transition from FCS to FBS, has it been a a, a Again, your guys' numbers are better at the FBS level than the FCS, uh, which is kind of crazy. But how about the offensive lineman that you have to go against? I'm guessing bigger, stronger. Is it more of a challenge right now than yeah. it was? Yeah, I mean. Probably week in, week out yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, these guys from Marshall, I mean, Marshall had a really good offensive line. They got guys that are. They were enormous, too. Big, like 6'9", 6'7", mm-hmm. you know, really long arms. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was it's a big transition. But at the same time, we're, we're ready for it. But, um yeah, I think the offensive line, you know, the the size and like the the arm length too, which is big. You know, that, all that stuff is kind of was was a big change. You know, I was just doing some research. We were talking about your story and stuff, and obviously you redshirted that first year here, yeah. and then we go into the COVID spring, and all of a sudden this redshirt freshman James Carpenter's on the two deep. <laughs> Who the heck's this kid? Was <laughs> behind Garrett. Yeah. yeah. And Feb twenty seven. 2021 against Robert Morris, you make your first career start. Yeah. So I'm just curious because to me it's fascinating because a lot of times, like, y- you hear good stories of, like, guys that eventually you did not play. I think you, may, you might have appeared in maybe one was, game in, th- in 2019, maybe. Yeah, it was like one or two games. Yeah. A couple but snaps. then you, game two, after redshirting being a walk-on, you're starting in a football game. Yeah. How does that happen? It was um – it was it was a mixture of a couple game or a couple things. Um, I know going into that um, that COVID year, we had a couple guys leave and transfer out. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, I think a deep left. A deep left. A deep left for uh, he left for UVA, so that opened up a uh, kind of a spot. We still had Mike, obviously. Um, yeah. So it kind of opened up a spot um, between a couple of us, and uh, it was mainly just kind of t taking it, you know, taking the most of that you know opportunity, most of that opening. Um, I mean, I, I worked hard, you know, a lot over uh, over COVID. Um, I, w I was working my butt off, so um, kind of when I was I was ready when I came here, and we had that fall ball, I guess you could say, and uh, I, I was playing good. I guess um, you know, the coaches had trust in me, and I kind of took took advantage of that opportunity. Did you always use that that walk on mentality, of just a little chip on your shoulder, yeah. under under recruited? I'm, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show everybody, even the coaches. Say, I'm gonna show everybody that, yeah. that that I'm good enough to get a scholarship and start. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, that's definitely something I kind of always always had since I came here. Um, yeah, it's kind of extra motivation I had, and you know, extra extra push to kind of go out there and you know, kind of show everyone what I can do and kind of kind of prove everyone wrong. So, and a lot of people can have that. They can have that. Yeah, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna prove it wrong. Not a lot of people do it though, yeah. and, and that's the work ethic part. That I, I'm guessing that's something that's always been a part of you. Just again, knowing you for the three years I've known you, it just seems like your work ethic is different than others. Has it always been like that? Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it was kind of instilled in me, instilled at a young age. I mean, my dad, my brother, we were, you know, avid sports guys. So I was playing three, four different sports every, every year, and you know, my my dad was always kind of he's, he's always kind of kind of kind of pushing me hard. So um. It's just kind of something I've always had since I was a kid. I've been, I've been using you know, my whole life. What other sports did you play? Everything? Um, basketball, cross, cross. track and field, soccer. Read his bio, baseball. man, because it's in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shot, shot put thrower, right? Shot put, yeah, shot put. Not uh, a boy. I did you, shot and disc, camera. And, and you won a state title with track, too, didn't you? Your senior yeah, year? yeah, yeah, we won one. So, If you weren't playing football, what would you be playing? Basketball. I, I, I want to say basketball, but also you're short. <laughs> see, see, that's. But when I was when I was, did you have some handle? I, I had some handle. I, I, you know, when I was a kid, I, I had a good three point shot. I was really my, my okay. main sport was basketball. Growing up my whole life, but um, I'd like to say golf too. All right, when he's done. I want I want to see this on the hardwood. Not until you're done. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. But I, I, I want to see the handles. I, I want to see the jumper, man. I went. In, you know, when I got to probably sophomore year, freshman sophomore year, I kind of realized I was no longer a guard because I was probably 250 pounds. So I was. I wasn't. It'd know, be tough to be a good guard at 250. At, <laughs> at six at six foot one, 250, it's kind of hard to be a guard. So I was just kind of the uh, kind of. Accepted basketball, that, that was not going to be my, my calling. But, so. but could have been like the bad boys. Yeah, but still, like, undersized, though, like, if you got some power there, though, you can still push some bigger dudes around, some yeah. taller guys around. Yeah, I had, I had a guard a few, uh, I had a guard a seven footer a couple times. Uh, <laughs> so I had guards with big guys, even though I was six foot one, I, you know, it was tough. I just get, you know, it, it was a tough time for me. But yeah, it was fun. And talk about growing up with your brother, your dad. You mentioned that um, avid sports fans and playing everything. Um, I'm guessing you guys had good relationships, and and that was a blast. Uh, be yeah. very competitive, I bet. Oh yeah, me me and my brother always had uh, had good battles growing up. Basketball, um, you know, we always played one on one stuff like that. So, uh, you know, he'd always kind of kind of bully me a little bit, but. Um, yeah, we had some, we had some good times. Is he up. older than you? Yeah, yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. And you've got two sisters, right? Mm -hmm. Are they the better athletes? <laughs> no, they're. Uh, <laughs> they they know it too. Like, no, they, he is. He was quicker. To, <laughs> he's quick to say that one. They're uh, they're they're the smarter ones outside. Okay. They're, yeah, they're smart. <laughs> There's a lot smarter than me, and my brother. So good for them. Yeah. But but to be fair, to be as good as you've been, you have to be, you have to have a pretty good football IQ. Mm -hmm. I'd like to think you do. Yeah. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. I, I would say so. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. 
especially with Kuntz now and being so cerebral with everything and very uh, very detail oriented. You guys have you do have to be smarter than D line. Yeah, yeah it's uh, there's you know. There's a lot that goes that goes into it that maybe people don't don't understand, but yeah, you definitely got to be got to have football, well, good football. IQ. And, and not to mention, just like you got to think that, and even this week, you're going to see a lot of different things with ODU. You have to like be able to recognize something in an instant. Yeah. Like you don't have time to be like sit back and be like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do hmm. here. You have to <laughs> like you have to see something and be like, you know what they're going to do. Yeah. And I I think you guys have done a really good job being able to recognize that. Yeah, you it's, know, um, off the rip. Yeah, it's you know it, it comes with t- taking a lot of reps, having a lot of experience, but um, yeah, it's definitely ha- having that IQ, having that understanding. You know, it's it's super important for our, for our spot. We're talking to James Carpenter again, defensive tackle for JMU for a couple more minutes, and you know, you weren't even going to go play college football, really. It, it kind of just happened all of a sudden. Yeah. But now that you've been playing college football, is there a thought of potentially? Moving on to the next level of football. I mean, <laughs> I have got this question a lot, but I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, if I feel like you know, if I do have a shot, you know, I don't see why not. I mean, what's what's the worst that can happen? Um, so yeah, is I it mean, a goal now? I mean, has it kind of changed? Uh, definitely. I, if I you know, when I came here as a freshman, if you would have told me that we'd be having this conversation, even uh, it's I would have told you you're crazy. So um, yeah, it's definitely changed over the years. Kind of each year, kind of grown maybe. You know, more and more, kind of thinking maybe maybe this could happen, maybe it couldn't. So, um, yeah, I, I would say it's definitely the thought has changed. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's possible. So, and guys like an Aaron Donald probably again give you some hope that yeah. I don't have to be a humongous defensive lineman to go yeah. play in the National Football League. Yeah, got guys like him. You know, our, our guy Mike. Um, yeah, come from here. So. Absolutely. So, kind of seeing them kind of kind of gives me a lot, a lot of hope and a lot of a lot, a lot of promise. So. <laughs> If not football, obviously you've gotten your bachelor's degree. You're you're in your master's program uh, for adult education, human resource development. Actually, let's say when the long football career is over. Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. I'm like you're pursuing a master's. Not a lot of guys do that. You're taking the time. Like literally, you're leaving practice and you are going to class tonight. People don't realize that. Yeah. It's not just football. You are a student. You athlete. are a student. Exactly. Yeah. And there's something that we wanted to record with you. We're gonna have to wait till next week because yeah. you have to go to class tonight. Yeah. So. What what would you want to do with what with your degrees and what you've learned here at JMU? Um, uh, something. I mean, definitely something sports related. I mean, I'm not your typical doctor, finance guy, <laughs> or, or, any, or, or anything. Doctor of sex, maybe, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or, or or anything like that. So, um, definitely something sports related. Whether it's coaching. Um, I mean, Dave's got a, got a pretty good gig. I mean, I always, that's <laughs> let's always, go that's coming always, for you. Yes. That's always something that's uh, could use some help. That's always something that's, that looks pretty pretty fun and, and cool. Um, so yeah, definitely something sports related, whether it's management, um, coaching, kind of st- stuff like that. So yeah, not exactly sure yet, hundred percent. You got time? Yeah, yeah, I got some time. I'll you know, I'll figure it out. Just a redshirt junior, so still another year left to play. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, All right? Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. Another Correct? one. Correct? Yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> Not that he's putting you on the spot <laughs> live on the radio or anything. Four, four times. Yeah. <laughs> it is crazy to think, though, with redshirting and COVID and some even medical stuff. Yeah, I had to like, check to make sure you were a redshirt. I, I, yeah. I thought you were a redshirt junior. Yeah. I had to make sure. I'm, I'm like, I was like, yeah, you can be in college for six, seven years. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, you crazy. should get your master's degree. Yeah. Why not? Take advantage of it. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of my thought process. You know, if it's, you know, my school's paid for, you know, why not, you know, get, get, get a master's degree. So, yeah, that's yeah, kind of the I think Phoenix told me, he's like, I've done so much school. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a full-time <laughs> football player now. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty close. And we got some of those. You know, we, we see so many stories on, on social media and stuff about 
some walk-ons getting the scholarship for the first time. How special was that when, when you were told you were going to be on scholarship? Was that cool? Yeah, we were, uh, we were in the Outer Banks. It was after. Um, <laughs> you know exactly where you're exactly, at when you get I, these texture yeah, calls, don't you? I knew you? exactly where I was at. I mean, these, <laughs> these, are kind of, these are some moments that you know, I'll definitely awesome. never forget. So we were in the Outer Banks um, going to lunch. And uh, yeah, Coach Coach, Coach Stick texted me, told me I was on scholarship, and I kind of went outside for a little bit, you know, and kind of <laughs> didn't tell my didn't tell my mom. Kind of went outside, kind of was making sure, looking, double checking, making sure, you know, it was one hundred percent. Is this actually him that yeah. sent this? <laughs> yeah, do, you, so, uh, do you remember when that was? Yeah, it was after uh, it was after Sam Houston. So we lost to them. We came back, okay. and then oh, so you started that spring season yeah. as a walk on. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's cool. I bet a lot of people would not know that. They yeah. yeah, so it was it was it was a cool moment, and I came back into the restaurant and kind of. My whole family was there, and we kind of we celebrated. It was, it was a good time. I bet That's it was. awesome. I bet it was. That's awesome. We're talking to James Carpenter. And let's wrap up with, with this week with Old Dominion. Um, what, what are you seeing on film out of these guys that, uh, I mean, coaches talked a lot about them. They, they made a lot of explosive plays this year. But what, what are your keys, I guess, for this weekend for them? Yeah, definitely limited explosives. Um, you know, you watch that Marshall film, Virginia Tech film, all the film. They, you know, they, they have some long runs, um, long plays. Um, you know. Like to spread everyone out, kind of have a have a light box in there, and kind of kind of take take advantage of that. So, um, you know, it's definitely we're definitely gonna be super uh, super disciplined this week in our you know gaps and you know our assignments. So, um, they're a really good team. Um, they're definitely kind of coming here hungry. You know, homecoming they they know you know top twenty five team they can knock off. So. But definitely coming here ready to go. And, You're gonna uh, everybody's best shot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which <laughs> the rest is rest of the way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no which, doubt. which is kind of kind of how we want it. And um, yeah, they're definitely gonna be ready to go. And uh, yeah, they're a good team. So everybody talks about 99 again. The numbers may not always stand out, although they they kind of stand out still from if a nose compa- guard spot. Everybody yeah. talks about 99. They turn on the film. Every coach brings you up. That's, there's so much respect for your game right now. And I know you're a humble guy. You're not going to say much, but we can talk about it, man. Everybody talks about you. So congrats on everything. Sure. Keep it rolling, my man. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. You know we will. I appreciate thank, you. Thank you, Dave.